Hi everybody! Welcome again to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, our one-year anniversary. Can't believe we've been doing this for a year. Thought for sure we'd only last a month, but here we are. Nobody's asking for it, but we're still doing it. (laughs) So thank you all so much for joining us. We are a weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am your master architect for this episode, Andrew. With me, the one who can't stack blocks, Keith. I can stack a lot of blocks, but hello. And the one who's always running away from zombies, Liz. Hey, guys. Liz, this was your pick. What did you pick for us? I picked Minecraft. And it's kind of a weird choice because I feel like everyone in the world's played it, but I've dabbled in it a little bit, and I just, I didn't get it. And I was like, I feel like I should give it more time. Yeah, because I I tried having you uh, play this game a little bit before with me, and yeah, you were very much like, eh. I don't know about this game. Yeah, so this game is brought to you by Mojang Studios, which is now also bought and owned by Microsoft. But this game is a first-person survival builder game. I'm sure already a ton of you have already heard about this game. Yeah, I thought this would be kind of. I thought this was kind of an interesting pick because for me, Minecraft is a really strange beast. I do not understand why this game is so popular with kids. Because this game goes from easy to super difficult. So the a quick synopsis is basically there's kind of two major game modes you have the survival game mode which is essentially you are just open in a world and you're trying to gather stuff and at night monsters come and you have to kind of defend yourself if you die you end up dropping everything and spawning back at a location or your bed if you made a bed and you are essentially trying to open another portal get to the nether realm and then try to fight the nether dragon and so there's kind of actual like end content to this game And then there's also creative mode, which is essentially just open world, unlimited everything. You get to fly around, you're invincible, and just create whatever your mind can think of. And then, of course, now there's also servers, which have various minigames, which are actually pretty cool. It actually reminds me a lot of, like, the days of Warcraft 3, where people could kind of create their own character maps and just kind of go really crazy with the editor of the game. And I actually had a lot of fun with some of the uh, games they had out there. But going around, Liz, was this a gamer pass for you? I think I'm going to give it a game. To be honest, when I said earlier, I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't understand the game. I still don't get it, but I did put a lot of hours into it, and the hours just, like, all of a sudden, it was, like, four hours later, and I was like, where did where did the day go? So I guess it's good enough that it held my attention really well. But, yeah, overall, I don't know if I want to go back to it. I might. I don't know. I don't know. I, <laughs> I have... I guess kind of a weird opinion on this game it's definitely a game it's i think it's something that's accessible to everybody it's good at what it does it's just not for me i definitely know that so i don't think it's a game for me but it is a game yeah this is this is a game for me as well i've first actually started minecraft when it was still like an alpha stage i remember when i played this years ago when it was just on pc i remember seeing an article about it like oh if you haven't heard of this you should check it out and i remember paying like yeah the 10 bucks for like early access of it and this game has come quite a ways from then well obviously i mean it's been years and this game has sold millions and millions of copies but yeah this this is a game for me but i want to get into this because so minecraft is just really perplexing to me because this is incredibly popular with younger audiences, and I don't fully understand why. I mean, I kind of get it, because this is essentially Legos, the game. You just have a bunch of blocks and create whatever you want and make cool houses and stuff like that. So I get that part. But Minecraft is also just incredibly complex. 
and there's just a ton of menus, ton of things, ton of components that you need to create other things. And it is just, there's a lot to this. And I, that's why I'm surprised like younger audience enjoy it. Cause I find it, even me, I find it daunting. I, I'm speculating obviously, but I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that one, this game is very accessible. There's not a lot of buttons. Yeah. And if you do mix them up or you make a mistake, there's not a lot of hard punishment in this game. It's it's very forgiving. It's another thing is it's very friendly for kids in the aspect of sure you have the the creepers and the zombies and yeah, they're zombies, but they aren't gross creepy zombies you're not chopping their heads off they crumble into little tiny blocks so it's a game that kids are going to be allowed to play parents are going to be okay with letting their kids put some time into this game so i can see why and to your point then when you couple in the fact that it's just a lot of like a lego type of game i think it makes sense but honestly i think the people who put the most time in this game aren't kids and the people who do the most amazing things in this game aren't kids yeah. The adults who actually do it. The young audience loves to watch them build those things. But I don't think it's actually that accessible. Like, there's no tutorial. I remember when I first started playing, I'm like, what the frick am I doing, Andrew? Like, how do I how do I make weapons? How do I... I just... I didn't understand it. And so for me, it's, I feel like kids would just, like, goof around with it. I mean, I think that there's amazing things that you can do. Like, I was on YouTube earlier today, and I was looking at the amazing things people have done with this game, like people creating like Chinese cities, like whole cities with Chinese architecture. It's incredible what people can do. But if you're not like a full-blown artist, it's like, I kind of feel like it loses steam after a while. And then also, if you are an artist, I mean, it's not something like, what do you do once you complete your your masterpiece, you know? See, that's you hang it up on the wall. You knock it down like King Kong. Yeah, I don't know. See, that's where it falls dead for me is is even if I had the eye of creativity of it and I wanted to sit there and put all the hours into it, it's really worth nothing. And it's not that, you know, any good or anything that you work hard at isn't important, obviously, but this is just not what I want to spend my time doing. And that's that's where I don't really like it. I have to guess, though, this is my one speculation as far as you were talking about no tutorial is I think most people's first exposure to this game is watching it and not playing it. So because so many people end up watching it, and again, maybe younger audiences, but any audience, you watch more of it than you do to play it. So that by the time you jump into play, you kind of already have an idea what you're doing. Yeah, you, you have an idea of like the core concept. But as I maybe said, there's just, but. Yeah. <laughs> it, there's just so much to this game that it's easy to get lost, I think. I, I mean, so the great thing about Minecraft is the multiplayer. So Liz, of course, was creating a main world in the survival game mode. And it's just, you could clearly see our two different personalities because we're like, all right, we're going to create separate castles and kind of do our own thing. Liz is going just crazy with her decor, paintings, flowers. Mine is just very bare bones because for me, I'm just like, I know the objective. I'm trying to get to the netherworld, try to see if I can get to the dragon and fight the dragon. So I, of course, just build like a very basic castle well, Liz is like building fireplaces and campsites and flowers and glass windows. Mine's just like industrial. How did you, besides looking up videos and stuff, how would you know about the, the netherworld or the it, inworld? Exactly. You can't. And that is my biggest complaint. This game is super heavy into wikis. And games that are super heavy into wikis, I don't care for. And I also just don't understand why there's people in the villages and stuff, but you can't interact with them. There's no... You can. They don't talk, I mean. 
You can trade with them, but yeah, there's no like dialogue. Yeah, there's no communication. There's no real story with it. And so for me, I really want a builder game where you can create really cool things like this, but also have the aspects of, for instance, like Stardew, Graveyard Keeper. Like for me, it's just like, I don't understand why they don't make games more often that are like this, but are actually like more in depth, have things to discover like character wise. No, I fully agree with that. Because I, I, I was excited when I heard that they were coming out with the update where they had these NPCs and these villagers in the world. Because they were like, oh, there's going to be more quests and you can earn this currency to trade with them and stuff. So I thought there was going to be more dialogue and activities for you to do. Because when I first played Minecraft in its earlier years, it was always frustrating to me that, as you guys are saying, like, what do you do? I built my castle. Now what do I do? So it always was kind of hard to find my drive with the game. But... Even with all these updates, there's a ton of cool stuff now. They've added so much to this game. And they keep adding more, which is really cool. But yeah, for me, it is it is very difficult to just kind of go out and build another castle. I think it's also to the pixelation of the game. It kind of just gets me bored with it. Like, I love the houses that I made, but walking around and it just like, everything is the same every time you, you play. The water is the yeah, they have like the swampy part and things like that. And they're obviously adding things with the update. I actually saw some really cool stuff looking at the YouTube update. But for me, it's just like, I don't understand the appeal of it. Well, you can get texture packs and change kind of the layout of some of them. There are even some mods. I don't know if you can do it on the Xbox console, but I know you can do it on the PC. Where you can actually get mods and actually make it realistic looking and have really impressive graphics. But I am kind of curious, what do you guys think of the graphics of this game? Because I can't figure out if I like it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this works really well. And there's times where you actually go to a big open vista and I actually think it looks pretty good. But then there's other times where I think it just looks awful. And I'm like, is this a pig? I can't even tell what this thing is. (laughs) I feel like things in this game look good from 10,000 feet is what (laughs) what I would say. And it makes sense because it does. It's it's barely even 8-bit. It's not 8-bit at all because everything's giant blocks but i don't know everyone knows what this game is you know what it looks like oh yeah the graphics and are at least iconic they are and, and i think that's the one thing i'll say was they designed something that's just so unique that it is impressive and i and i respect it for what it did but i don't know they are what they are i i think just unique and and iconic would really be the only things i would say about them but they aren't good See, my feelings change on them a lot. When I first played this game a couple years ago, I hated them. And then I started playing this week, and I was like, ah, this is actually really cool. I really like it. And then at the end of the week, I was like, I cannot look at this game for like another year. I'm good. (laughs) It made me really just kind of want to play Stardew and Graveyard Keeper, to be honest. Yeah, because I mean, those are essentially management simulations as well but you have more of a goal so i know that is like a big appeal with a lot of people but i do agree with what you said earlier keith i feel like minecraft is just i feel like it's a good starter game so i remember yeah when we were dating liz i tried to have you play this game because i know it's like oh it's pretty easy it's pretty simple it's, it can be forgiving you can turn monsters off so you're more open to do whatever you want so it's like all right i think we'll do this and i remember that was one of your first comments you're like this game's graphics are awful like what is this but i, I remember um I had a roommate and he always wanted to find a game to play with his fiance. And I was the one to introduce him to Minecraft and they both instantly fell in love with it. And like, that was something they could do all the time. So that's what I think is so odd with this game. It, it is a good starter for some people, but then other people it's like, no, this isn't for me. 
And I think it's weird that it, it could be so divisive. I don't think it's a good starter game. I also want to bring up, I don't know what made me just think of this, but I also feel like I would never want to play with random people on the internet with this game again. Because the one time that somebody joined our group playing, he stole all the food from my chest. And then he was like asking us weird questions and stuff. <laughs> he asked, because he was like, oh, you guys are, ma-. it was a little kid. And he's like, oh, you guys are married? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, do you guys poop at the same time? And I was like, this is what happens when you interact with the internet. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously. Well, this, like- is, this is good, Liz. This is really good. Just make sure you tell all of our listeners we don't want to interact with you. Especially no, if I love, no, we, we love kids. interacting with listeners because actually Andrew's been playing Apex with one of our listeners. We love hearing from you guys. Andrew but you- and I. Jeez, don't make me out of this. I guess <laughs> I guess Keith's there too. But yeah, we love when you guys join the game, but it's just you never know what you're gonna get with the internet. So yeah, definitely if you're listening and you see us on, play games with us. Just don't ask poop questions, you know? That's fair. I will I will say that that is a very good advice. Just in general. If you're talking to people, don't ask them poop questions. <laughs> well, movements it. are off the table. But I mean, we were having the same issues. We were playing with Human Fall Flat as well. Anytime I joined with like just random people, it was kind of a nightmare. So, I mean, there are kids that are good to play with. Yeah. But I mean, that's not what we get. <laughs> <laughs> See, this game to me has a it has a very Sea of Thieves vibe in this aspect of it's not a very fun game to play by yourself. Yeah, it's, purpose, you make the there's fun. There's things you can do, but yeah, it's a it's a game that you make the fun with. So. I joined late, obviously, into Liz's world with you guys, and I built a stone tower-ish of things. It's more like a dungeon. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a thing, but I built something. And <laughs> Did it you wasn't see the sign anything. I left for you? No, well, because I can't join your world if you're not on. Oh. I left, <laughs> I left a sign for you. Oh <laughs> Well, Andrew left me a, a nice little message as well, but... <laughs> We'll save that one. It wasn't safe for work. We'll put some pictures up so you guys can see it. Yeah, let's let's put that on the internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's did. more appropriate for the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it would work. Well, I, I also thought it was fun, too, when we actually just kind of when we went into creative mode. Because, again, that's where at least I got to keep up with you guys sort of on un- building. <laughs> see, I lost steam with that. I had already created the building that I wanted, and I was just like... Boop, boop, boop. I mean, obviously you have more resources and stuff, but yeah, for me, I would think I was checked out at that point. Creative mode, I actually thought was pretty fun. And unfortunately, I wasn't recording, but it was interesting to watch all three of us play because we basically were like, all right, let's have a contest. Let's quickly build something as quick as possible and like see what we can kind of come up with. And me and Keith were already like two, three blocks tall in our structures. Liz is still trying to so- select a door. And it's just like, all right, Liz yeah. is uh, kind of taking her time with this. And I was focusing more on the interior, yeah. I guess. But I loved our final products. I thought it was very much just kind of our characteristics. I liked them all. I thought everyone did a great job. So I, I brought in an interior. Well, I don't know that she's an interior designer, but she's a better eye for design than I do. So I brought, I brought in my girlfriend to do a review of our three creatives. Liz, you got a high score. Yours was, it was quaint. It was homey. It looked like somewhere you'd want to hang out. Andrew's was a building. Um, <laughs> looked a little bit like a jail complex. Yeah, I somehow ended up creating a prison with a skull on it. I don't it, know why. It looked like an evil man's lair. <laughs> and, and like if a I mansion, recall, though. 
but but if I do recall, I got a that's nice uh, for mine because I built a thing. Well, I will say too, like like I said earlier, I definitely like my first house better in my world because by the time I played with you guys with the second house building, I like I was really sick of the game. Oh, I was gonna say I can see why from your aspect though, because of the fact that you actually worked for what you built in that first house. You harvested the materials or stole some from Andrew as he harvested them probably, but <laughs> you worked to build what you wanted to, whereas in creative How mode everything. Dare just... you? I worked hard to get all of my materials. <laughs> Most of them, I'm sure. All I did was threaten to burn what our house I... down. No, you tried <laughs> to burn my house. I did burn the house. I burned the forest outside your house. It was and it's fine. still going. It was fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what did I take from your thing? I didn't take anything. I I don't know if you did. You might have. I was too I busy did in the not. caves. Got my own iron. Got my own cobblestone. Oh, you did fetch me some cobblestone moss because yep. I couldn't find any more. You're welcome. Thank you for that tiny detail. Really <laughs> appreciate it. Well, either way, I think I won the creative mode and purely on my finishing sign for the building we'll save that one for twitter <laughs> your building looked like just psychedelic vomit you said it gave like it hurt your eyes it did i like i said i genuinely liked all three of them i didn't like my house as much as my first house so i will say that but i i thought we all did good the creative mode i i, I thought was actually pretty fun it, it was interesting kind of seeing where we were all going with everything so i wish you could create like actual furniture and stuff I was like, oh my gosh, it'd be so cute to have like a table and chairs you over can. here. I didn't find any tables or chairs. I found like things like um, boxes, rugs, things like that, but not an actual like, you know, dining area. I'm 90% sure you can make a table and chair. Oh. I couldn't find them, but I will <laughs> say kind of random, but I was looking up Victorian houses under images on Google and they're actually a ton from Minecraft and it blew my mind how amazing they were. Like, I didn't realize you could do that. Yeah, I love watching what people build on Minecraft. I don't like watching the actual videos of them building. That just is tedious and boring. Yeah. But I do like to skip to the end and see, like, the ridiculous Death Stars that people make. And it's epic things. So it's really cool. Yeah. Not for me. I usually watch a bunch of YouTube videos whenever we play a game to kind of get, like, other people's experiences and stuff. I was fast-forwarding through all the videos for Minecraft. <laughs> I was, like, double-clicking, double-clicking. Like, I just, I, I really couldn't watch it. Well, a lot of the videos you can kind of see are clearly aimed for younger audiences. Yeah, but they're grown men doing the videos, though. I know. But, all right, so... So when I click on it, I don't expect that. I don't know what I'm saying. I think you always kind of notice with, like, a video when it's aimed for a younger audience. Because I've noticed this when my, niece is, when my niece watches, like, all those toy unboxing videos... You always have people that are just super loud mm-hmm. and always say things like exciting and cool and rad. Like oh they're always <laughs> always in those videos and they're always super loud. And like that's how 90% of Minecraft videos are. I kept finding that for Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Okay. Oh, now I understand. I've been watching a lot of Roblox videos. <laughs> Not particularly by choice these days. But I've found that it's in... Uh, it's the it's this one guy, but you're right. It's it's the very much the same thing. He's always yelling, and yeah, just a lot of things about being on fire, and yeah, a lot of cool savage. He likes to use the word savage a lot, and it never in context, but you know, <laughs> he uses it a lot. Which 
I just realized, because there obviously isn't a lot to this game, like, story-wise, things like that, we didn't even talk about the enemies that much. Because I was curious what enemy you guys hated the most. Because obviously creepers can blow up your house if they're near it, which happened to me the very first time that we played. Um, not this week. But I feel like the skeletons with the bow and arrows were really annoying. No, the worst of the, like, weird ghost bats. Those things were the most obnoxious things that just like come down and just swoop down and attack you for no reason. Because you can only hit them when they're basically down the ship an arrow, but it's really hard to shoot with an arrow. Yeah, shooting's not fun in this game. And it just, it was a fight that would end up taking too long and it was just annoying. And if you're trying to build your house in the middle of the night and it's just smacking you, it's the worst. Let's say you could just go to sleep. Unless there's, I hated when I was trying to go to sleep and there was a zombie near my house and it wouldn't let me sleep. And for me, it's like, I don't feel like going out and killing it, but I don't really have a choice. <laughs> but I thought the um, Enderman was cute. That's the guy that teleports. Yeah. Oh, but it was also terrifying. You screamed so many times from those guys. Oh, my lord. What do you Lordy. mean? I don't what remember that. What do you that. mean? <laughs> you what would turn the corner and he would teleport to you and you would scream bloody murder. That's what I mean. I don't remember that happening at Keith all. Keith remembers it. Yeah. We remember. <laughs> Never forget. Remembers. Okay, I was way better than the kid though that we played with yes he was well, screaming it, help me help small me. victory yeah oh <laughs> congratulations liz you didn't have as many jump scares as an 11 year old <laughs> i'm pretty proud of that <laughs> that is a step up so good job so, pr- so proud of you liz yeah whatever Oh, and aren't there different skins, too? I didn't delve into that at all, but I think you changed your character. There's like a billion skins. I mean, granted, there's a ton of them are obviously locked and you have to pay real currency for them. But there is quite a bit of handful of free skins and character customizations, which I thought were pretty fun. Especially when you go online and you start playing some of the interesting minigames. You can see some pretty kind of wacky creations and stuff like that. But I have zero interest in spending any real money for any of these skins because i just the graphics for it i think are kind of awful everything just looks super pixely and i'm like i've never was like oh that's a really cool skin i need to buy that see i also think that it's really difficult to figure out how to play the multiplayer games i saw you guys playing them and i went to play them when you were at work and i was like how do I get to it? <laughs> I can, and I also like, at that point, I already put in 21 hours into the game. And I was like, I don't really feel like having to Google it. So the menu at the beginning, I don't know if I'm just stupid. No. But I couldn't figure it's it out. It's very confusing. Even I admit this. This is why, once again, I'm surprised this is so popular with the younger, younger audience. It's not easy. Like, me and Keith, we played a good amount of the Egg Wars, which I actually thought was a lot of fun. But... Luckily, I was the one who first tested the waters, and I kind of figured out how the menus work, how to party up, how to do everything. So I was the guinea pig at first. But I think it's hard when you are kind of mad about a game to begin with, and then when you have to put in the extra effort, it's just, it's hard. <laughs> you gotta put it in. Ugh. <laughs> My life is miserable. I feel like I sound very negative about the game, and it's not a bad game. It's just no. like, I felt like I wasted a week of gameplay because I just wanted to play other things, like... I mentioned earlier. <laughs> what, what did you think of the extra game modes, Keith? I honestly thought that was probably the most fun. You alluded to it with Aurora, uh, Warcraft 3, and that was the most fun I had playing Warcraft 3, was playing all the custom maps too. 
I still wouldn't say that it's something that would bring me back to the game and I'd be clamoring to play again. But I had actually a lot of fun playing those games with you because, oddly enough, they were, there was more strategy than I would have thought to it. Yeah. As far as what it came down to, it was so, so it was, a, you know, teams of two, I think up to six teams, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, you can also do solo. <clears throat> yeah. And you could do solo. I think you could even do threes on it or fours either way every team got their own little island and they had to build to the middle to try and get the best currency to try and then get the best stuff but really ultimately you had to destroy the other team's egg that was on their island and once your egg died if you died you were out so it was really just an elimination game and we had a game go what 30 minutes plus at least something like that and our <laughs> egg was destroyed right away and we were just yeah, like we... well we can't die but we were still in the game yeah so it, it was a lot of fun like i said more than i would have expected but at the same time i don't know if it's enough that it would just bring me back to the game either yeah i, I agree because my biggest complaint is the combat it's very difficult to figure out like what your range is with the sword and like what the hit markers are and like because generally when it comes to like any sort of combat i just feel like it's two just people mashing against each other until someone falls over dead like i could never be like oh i need to keep my distance but if i'm at this certain distance i can hit the guy and he can't hit me there's to me it's just flail around and whoever dies dies so that's that's why for me like the combat to me was just difficult because there's even like a survival game mode like a um PUBG or Fortnite where Battle Royale, that's the word I'm looking for, where everyone just basically starts and you got to open chests, try to grab whatever armor you can and fight. And since the combat was so inconsistent, it was just, to me, it was so infuriating because I'm like, sweet, I have full chain mail armor and the gold sword and I go up against a guy who has a stick and he somehow pummels me and it's like, this is dumb. I, I don't get this combat. So it was hit or miss for me, but the game modes that at least came out, they weren't all combat based, so... There was still a lot of fun to be had. Like, I was playing a murder mystery one. That was kind of cool. You had to try to hide from the murderer while the sheriff had to figure out who the murderer was. Like, the hide-and-go-seek ones are a lot of fun as well. You know, one thing I'm curious, and we t- I think we talked about this briefly, but going back to the Roblox thing, that game is built, I think, about 95% on those games. And then the 5% is built on building those games, basically if that makes sense. And I'm curious if Minecraft stole that from Roblox after the fact, or if Roblox just straight up ripped them off from the very get-go. I'm not sure. I would have to bet that Minecraft was probably first. It would make sense, because they've been the start to it, but honestly, I don't know. So, if someone out there is listening to this and they do know that, tell us, because I personally can't be bothered to look it up, but I do want to know. So if you know, let me know. But yeah, so there is just a lot of fun to be had if you're delving into these random servers and finding these other mini games. It can be a pretty good time. But what did you guys think of also the music of this game? If you guys actually even noticed it. I didn't really notice the music, honestly, until you pointed it out, Andrew, at one point when we were playing. But it is actually pretty good. For a game that's as blocky and plain as it is, it doesn't feel like it should have any good music. It should just be kind of midi based if that's still a thing that anybody knows or is aware of but yeah it's just it should be kind of cheesy music but it's actually pretty good yeah the best way i can describe the music is tranquil it's actually impressive i actually remember this music from this game was like all the way in alpha 
So they still kind of kept the same soundtrack. And I think that's why I was mostly aware of the music because to me, I've put so many hours in this game that I've heard the music. You mostly notice it when you're playing single player and you're just in your own open world and it's silent, no monsters around. You can kind of hear it. It's very quiet. I know that I was paying attention to it when I was playing, but for the life of me, I can't remember it right now. So it didn't irritate me. I think it might have been good. Yeah, it's not like a catchy song. It's not like Super Mario Brothers or something like that. It's Yeah, it's just a very tranquil kind of piano. I don't know. I liked it. It, it, uh, To me, I think it works really well when you're playing single player. It adds to the atmosphere in the world of the game. I agree. I will say another thing, though, that I really like about this game is the achievements. Because this game is constantly being updated. And with each update, they keep adding like a good five achievements. So I think this game is up to like a total of like 3,000 gamer score. And when you're playing the game, it's just you're constantly getting achievements. Oh, you chopped down a tree. Here's an achievement. Ah, you made an axe. Here's an achievement. You created a bed. Here's an achievement. But there are some fun ones. Yeah, there there are. But this game really does just kind of drip feed you achievements. And I think... That was their way of doing a tutorial because obviously like one of the achievements, yeah, is get wood. So you get the achievement by getting wood. So if you're trying to go for that achievement, you gather like the first main ingredient you need. Create an axe. Well, there's your achievement. So I that was my guess as, as to how they were trying to integrate a tutorial. But That's a bad tutorial. It, it kind of is, <laughs> especially now that the scheme is so big and there's so many achievements. You're going to have to dig through this just to find kind of where to go. I think it kind of pushes you too, because at one point I looked them up. For most part, most of them I got just naturally, but there was one I had to shoot a skeleton with an arrow, and I hadn't even tried the arrow yet, because like you said, the combat wasn't that good. I actually enjoyed using the bow and arrow, so yeah, that kind of pushed me to do that. But otherwise, I mean, they're all right. Yeah, they're yeah. Overall, they're all right, but it is just kind of nice where you're just constantly getting achievement for like everything. You oh, can I do. love when they pop up. Don't yeah. get me wrong. <laughs> so as far as achievements go. I ended it with over, I ended with 300 gamer score with 20 achievements. Keith, you ended with 120 gamer score, 10 achievements. And Liz ended with 290 gamer score with 20 achievements. (gasps) So we got the same amount of achievements, but one of mine was less than yours. Yeah, man, so I just barely beat you in this game. Can I just say, I feel like I've been killing it with achievements in the games lately. Yeah, I mean, I've at least you've been definitely been beating me. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just gonna say you beat me on a whole bunch this recently. I will say though, I'll this one I actually started looking at the achievements. So, for instance, like I wouldn't have shot the skeleton with the bow and arrow if I didn't look it up. So that's that's half the battle is just being aware, and that's not an insult. It's just just actual fact. But yeah, so if if you're big into achievements, I think this game's okay. It because if you kind of like look up guides and know where to go and what to do. I think you can knock out quite a bit of achievements in a relatively short span, especially if you know what you're going for. So I think it's not bad for Achievement Hunters because they keep adding more to it too, which is also great. Because any time they come up with a new update, it's not hard to find it. Like they just came out with a bee and honey update and the achievements are very simple, like create a honey block, chase bees. Like it was like really simple stuff that you can just do right away. I should also mention I was wrong. It wasn't kill a skeleton. It was kill a creeper. Oh. Which they threaten your home. So for me, it's like, ugh, I'd much rather kill a creeper than a skeleton. <laughs> but uh, getting into our final thoughts, Liz, what did you think of Minecraft? Oh, I was hoping to go last, to be honest. Well, this is your game, so... Uh... But I do 
the uh, the Metacritic, so I should go last. Fine. What do you think, Keith? I don't know. It's <laughs> like I mean, I I told you, it's not a game for me. I I don't like playing this game particularly. It was fun playing with you guys, definitely. But I I do think it's it, it's iconic. It really is. It built something that spawned a lot of different games like it. It it really created its own, maybe not created, but I think perfected its own genre. I think it deserves an 80 as a score, even though it's not for me. Well, isn't that ironic? I was going to give it an 80 as well. It's This game has a lot of potential. It is a lot of fun. It is something that you can kind of quickly pick up, just screw around with, create yourself a little log cabin or a castle, and just kind of get lost in the world. I do wish there was more direction. And like I've said before, I hate when you just have to rely so heavily on a wiki. I, I get this object and I'm like, what the heck do I do with it? Like, should I be saving this? Should I be just tossing it? Is it trash? Like, so stuff like that really kind of irritates me. You just need to constantly be looking up videos and stuff. But overall, this is a very fun game. I really enjoyed exploring the world, finding dungeons, finding treasure, seeing new creatures. Love the updates. Love the mini games. So yeah, this this game I think is worth your time, and I, I give it an eighty. So I'm gonna give it a little bit of a lower score. I'm gonna give it a seventy. Because for me, I just felt like there was no depth in it for me. And I actually kind of felt like I wasted my time this week. You know, I feel like especially with our busy lives, like, you know, I want to put my time towards a game that actually, like, makes me think or is really, really fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I felt I actually feel kind of generous giving it a 70. I just think that there's better games in this genre, even though it was a trailblazer, I guess. I didn't know that. But, eh, yeah. I'm actually, I really thought that I was going to learn why this game was so great and why everybody loved it, but I didn't. So for you guys out there listening, if you love this game, tell me why. I'm really curious. But looking at Metacritic for Xbox, 88 from critics and 6.7 from users. And some of the things that people didn't like, the lack of story that we talked about. A lot of people don't like sandbox games, which I had to (laughs) look up what that was. And then a lot of people complained about the Minecraft community, which I don't really know anything about. But that was actually like a big, heavy minus for the game. Huh. Yeah. And then lastly, people were complaining about the physics of it, which with the way that the water flows in the game sometimes, like it's not a physics-based game at all. <laughs> it definitely you know, isn't. I don't go into it thinking that. But that was a complaint against it as well. But overall, I mean, I don't think people were overly negative. But yeah, if you guys love the game, please tell us why. Or tell Liz. Yeah. Wait, do you know the answer, Keith? Or are you just not interested? No, I I feel like I've said exactly why it's a good game. It's just no, I but don't I like said why personally. you love the game. I want to know why people love it. I don't want to know why people think it's a good game. Death stars. <laughs> this just proves that Keith doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for listening and joining us on our one-year anniversary. If you have any comments, you can reach us at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. You can go over there and uh, wish us a happy birthday. Or you can find us on Facebook at GamePassGrabBag. We're also on Twitter at GPGPPod. We also have a Facebook club at GamePassPals. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952 and Mixer as well, where I stream some of the games we're playing. And I'm Keith, and I'm watching my friend's dog. So you might hear him in the background. And <laughs> I'm on Twitter. That's Keith Lynch one two one. And I'm on Xbox. 
That's a little fluffy. And I'm Liz Noob, gamer tag Kawanam Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob. Noob is E W. Alrighty, alrighty, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope to see you again next week. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Bye.